Well, you know, as we're currently in the 60s segments talking about fighters, I guess Freddie Little comes to mind as a boxing historian, the one who follows the sport as well. I hate to use the word historian, but, I'm, but you know, we follow the sport. But Freddie Little. I, I, think, I think it's valid. You could, probably, you, could, you could probably name like a champion at any, you know, if I give you a random year and a random weight class. So I think, I think it's valid. Freddie Little was the first and he, junior middleweight champion. Mm -hmm. The WBC came up with that. And it was probably because in the gym, I mentioned Charlie Shipes, mm -hmm. who was a welterweight and a sable mate of theirs. And I kind of think they figured that, you know, we'll never, hopefully we'll never get to the period that we'd have to fight. So rather than do that, and Freddie was a little more stockier than what Charlie was. Charlie was a full welterweight, was a, you know, he's like mm -hmm. the Errol Spencer of his time. He could stay out of the ring forever and still come back and go down to 147. That was yeah. Charlie's shot. Freddie Little was that in-between middleweight, mm -hmm. welterweight. But now, you know what, I can fight as a junior middleweight. The thing that made him, again, we talk about styles. Uh, he had this thing that he did. I, used, I watched him in the gym a few times because it, it, it looked kind of, when I seen him, it looked fun. This was around about 1970, right, when I seen him. But you could, he, he, this is what he held his hand. I, I know most people can't see us too much, but he would drop his hands here, right? Yeah. That, that was his way of inviting you to come mm -hmm. in because he was a more, they called him a stylist. That's what he was. You know, he do this kind of thing, move and guys sit there. And by the time you look at this thing, you know, bam, you're getting caught with a shot. Yeah. Uh, Freddie was another one that had the, 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 the ability to, he used his mind and brains in the ring. And I say that because, of course, a lot of people don't know, a lot of people don't know this, but Freddie was the high school teacher. Right. Oh, he was the one of the first. Yeah. Well, I, I hear people all all the time say, "Oh, well, this is the first boxer to have a degree." Well, no, that's not true. Freddie Little was a high school teacher back in the '60s, and he became principal even after that. I think he wound up being the superintendent or something. He moved to Nevada. That is a well-rounded individual. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's not yes, that's not normally what you hear at all. Yes, it's so, usually like I was working. I, I was working at a coal mine, and then I got my big break fighting this guy, and I beat him. <laughs> you know. Yeah, somebody saw me in a bar knocking out for a guy. And say, I, I was know. fighting. I was fighting a bull. And they they yeah. thought I could. <laughs> but he was one of those. That's he was one of those. He was one of those rare guys of uh, physical intelligence. You know, mm -hmm. and he had the ability to box. He could also punch. And it, they all, uh, I, I think I remember Dick Salas said one, saying this one time, who was the manager trainer of all those guys at the time. He said, Freddie Little kind of had the speed of a lightweight, but the power of a heavyweight at that, mm. at that weight. Because it, like most middleweights do, you, you get great knockout punches, Carlos Monzon, even uh, Marvin Hagler, mm. guys that they, they could move and box if they had to, but they also, when they hit you, they hurt you. Like, you know, like, like, like Hagler did. Yeah. A lot of fights, Hagler's power didn't carry him, he carried the fight. He, but he had to have that ability to keep going and moving to go into the later rounds. He won a lot of fights by decision because of that. This was yeah, he just, he just beat you down. If you didn't give he him an opening, he just beat, just beat on you until uh, he had more points. And, and, that and was you, you'd fill it the next day if you didn't fill it then. And that was very little, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. so... When you start looking at it, he's, he's one of those guys who won't get all of the uh, accolades because people, it, it was like the first time when they started moving into that thing of 
you know, junior, middleweight, junior, lightweight. Yeah. Even though, it, so people didn't get a so lot there of wasn't, there wasn't a lot of competition for that weight. No, class no, at not at all. Yeah. And you was almost, you was almost forced to uh, fight a guy that was, had been, uh, again, that had been uh, a welter, a middleweight or, uh, you know, uh, or a welterweight that was moving up. Mm. And that was one of the things about him. But he, when I tell you, if you, if, if Again, just one of those things we want people that when they watch us, I have a feeling a lot of these guys go and pull up. I can tell by reviews sometimes. Yeah. The guy looks at, <laughs> at the guy, right? But when you pull up the word stylist in boxing, stylist, you're going to see Fred Little. I mean, well, that's, that's what I noticed is uh, the dude looks on purpose, but I don't think his opponents knew it was on purpose. The dude looks like he just st stepped into a boxing gym that day at times. Yes. Until yeah. you you bite on that and you go uh, you go oh this guy's off balance right now and then you go <laughs> in for the punch and then it turned out he wasn't off balance at all not <laughs> at all and then and not then when you all. see him punch you're like whoa that was a picture perfect um, like you could almost use it to teach new students like the you want the elbow here you want the shoulder here you want the right foot lined up right here like picture perfect when he punches. Um, but up until that point, it almost looks like he's a little tipsy at times. He's yeah, just he walk, he's very clumsy and awkward and, and walk in. It's like uh it's like that movie Drunken Master with Jackie Chan, where he's like he pretends that he's drunk. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then and then gets the guy that it, it, it looked like he was gonna trip over his own feet until it didn't, which is very, very clever. You know, the and the thing about it is he was actually a softball, right? So, oh, was he? But he could box on both sides. He had, a, he had a really good right hand. Yes, he did. Yeah. And that's why. That, I mean, that's the <laughs> thing. About, again, during those periods of times when people didn't like boxing softballs, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the style that they get. So Freddie was kind of smart enough. Uh, I say Freddie. I mean, I could always bring the fighter. But you can say that the people that, he, that worked with him was smart enough to... Uh, so, okay, let's adapt, you know, let's kind of adapt a little bit more. So mm -hmm. what happened was you go out and you fight a guy and it, people would say, I'm not fighting that guy because he's too good of a boxer. Plus he's a softball, it's too difficult. So now what happens? He was able to transfer because his power was here anyway mm -hmm. in that jab, in his right jab, if he used it, as you said, then he was able to switch up here. Now you're mm -hmm. thinking you got this guy, you know, in an orthodox way. But now, guess what? You made him come at you in a position where his power is right here. I've heard that Marvin Hagler was even a, 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 a transfer. I never could verify that, but he was also a transferred southpaw, such as Mike Tyson, who was hmm. a transferred southpaw. You know, uh, and it, it, Marvin came along, of course, later on than that. But and that kind of that added still kind of adds to the day. Watch when you look at heavyweight history. They say that Michael Moore was the first southpaw heavyweight champion. Well. That was the reason because nobody liked fighting those guys. But hmm. Freddie was, you know, he became he was the undisputed uh, junior middleweight champion. And I said, a fantastic, a fantastic boxer, great athlete. I think uh, he suffered a stroke because he became a, a, a teacher when he was, like I said, in Nevada somewhere. I forget hmm. exactly where, but I want to say Reno. But he suffered a stroke. And as guys like that, he probably could have been a good teacher of the sport of boxing. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Uh, I mean, he was already a teacher. Yes, so he, yeah, so he knew how to do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, is there is there any fights in particular you would recommend people check out? Uh, it was Kisun Kim. That's the guy. Mm. 
it was under because the guy was undefeated. And so oh, okay. by this time, yeah. So you know, by this time, people thinking that you know Freddie's kind of on his way. I think he's one of the first at uh, the department uh, Korea, as a matter of fact, they say in Seoul. So um, that was one of the guys that they thought that had a chance of beating him. Of course, Freddie destroyed him. And then he went on to, and then he found Eddie Pace may have been the one. Denny Moyer was another. And if you read, there are certain these guys, you're going to look at their records. You know, people are going to pull up these names like Denny Moyer, even Charlie Austin, these guys. These guys were, guys were great fighters early on in their careers, early mm -hmm. on, you know. But then it kind of became a thing, and people can say, they're going to say, well, this is when the mob was really involved in boxing. And, and I, I can't prove or disprove that, okay? Mm -hmm. But what they started doing was was taking some of these, and I said to me, I told you before that some of these guys were handled by the same guy. Yeah. One guy may have had a hundred handled a hundred guys, so you know you could almost kind of say, oh well, maybe so. But if you had an up and coming kid that you wanted to kind of move up, and you you got this guy, you said, okay, this guy's not going anywhere anymore, so I'm going to mm -hmm. put him in with this guy. So you know, you, this guy, your job is, you know, you, you're gonna lose the fight. You're gonna take us some rounds. Don't don't rough the guy up too much. And that's what some of those guys. And when you start looking at these guys' records, like Ernest Buford, uh, Denny Moy, who was a pretty good boxer himself, Charlie Austin, uh, and, and and Mel Collins, these guys' records were 500. But it became 500 later on, not at the beginning later on because they were picked and chose to, to fight certain guys uh for that now okay so when, uh, so their their loss their losses came at the end of their career basically what you're saying with, with some of them set they, up yeah so, so they were they were good though to start yeah they were good yeah and sometimes if you look at old boxing movies or uh, i'll tell you a good example if you, if you saw the movie pulp fiction right oh yeah of course and you remember yeah yeah who didn't if, yeah. you remember the part when the guy tells uh Bruce Willis, you know, you, you, you can, you're going you're gonna to lose to my guy. And Bruce Willis says, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to lose. I'll lose to the guy. No, you know, I'm going to mm -hmm. give him whatever amount of money he gave him. But you get in there, the guy was so doggone bad. You're like, man, I'm not losing to this guy. This would destroy my whole career. So what happens? He beats the guy, you know, he beats mm -hmm. the guy up and he has to go on the run. Well, there were a lot of those, a lot of that that took place during that period of time, except for the guys didn't lose the fights. You know, they just said, okay, and especially for in particular, that if it was a uh, a white fighter, you know, mm -hmm. that they wanted to move up. So, yeah. and that's what happened. So when you, I, I, you look at some of these guys' records, you say, well, you know, this guy didn't seem to be all that, but you had to check them out early on. And it's probably before you may not even see them on box rec, but mm -hmm. some of those you, you'll start to see. Like I said, I told you before, Freddie fought a lot around the world, Germany, Italy, South France, you know, he, he fought all over the place, but that's what made him, Again, I think, I want, what was his record? I want to say he had something like, wait a minute, let me see. He has 57 fights, <laughs> recorded 57 fights. <laughs> so probably, <laughs> probably he had 67, 60 or 70 fighters. But towards him in his career, you know, that's it, what his last fight was. It was 1972. And he fought a guy by the name of Billy Walker, who at that time was 17 and one. Hmm. See, uh, yeah, at, at the time. Did he, he did, he, did he beat him? Yeah, he beat him. He beat, he beat him, okay. He beat him. He won his last five fights. Nice. You know, he, he lost the title to the guy to uh, who did he lose? Carmelo Bossi. Now I'm not. <laughs> that's one for the record book. But this guy's record was only twenty. I think it was like uh, twenty-eight and six. The guy that he, that he lost to. Hmm. So, it, and it kind of tells you right there. You know. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it was for the title. And so mm -hmm. after that, he had five more fights and evidently never got a another title fight. But I think I just remember him quitting because he started helping Dick Sadler in the gym, you know, a lot around with George and, and those guys and, and, and at mm -hmm. that time. So by the time, you know, he just, he had, like you said, he had something else to do. Mike Tyson said before, boxing is something you do when you have nothing else to do. Well, Freddie Little has something else to do. Well, good, good for him. I would, yeah, yeah. I'd re recommend everyone check him out um, if, because you never know if a knockout is coming because it could be yes. any he, he looks like he looks like he's drunk or asleep and then any and then if you look away for a second the guy's on the floor it's really fun and the guys and the one thing i can say about all these guys I, i've never seen them take a drink hmm. their bodies their bodies were their temple really that at that at that high a level yeah you don't want to yeah, be uh with their temple right <laughs>